This is Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. The Montana Department of Environmental Quality will take public comment on possibly restarting some form of mining at the Zortman Landusky site. Property owner Luke Ployhar wants a permit for a small exploration project on private land near the former gold mine. He has not asked for a permit that would restart mining operations. Rather, the permit he is requesting would last 10 days and remove rock to test it for minerals. The open public meeting comment period will last through January 11th. The DEQ staff has determined that the overall exploration project will have little impact on the current environment. However, environmental groups and the president of the Fort Belknap Indian community are all speaking out against the proposal. The former gold mining site has been idle for more than 20 years after the mining company that owned it went bankrupt, leaving a toxic site that took millions of dollars to clean. Plohar, the owner of the land, wants to excavate one trench 25 feet long by 10 feet wide by 25 foot deep to extract a bulk sample of ore, 125 tons, for testing. After that, he would backfill with waste rock when the rock is extracted. The trench would be backfilled and graded to match the existing topography. The proposed permitting document said that no blasting would be needed. Plowhaus Project says the excavation will take place during the course of a 10-day period, lasting during daylight hours, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. The excavation site is two miles northwest of Zortman. Quote, the severity, duration, geographic extent, and frequency of the occurrence of the impacts associated with the proposed exploration would be limited. That's according to Whitney Bausch, environmental science specialist with the DEQ, who wrote the environmental assessment. The decision to possibly restart mining has upset environmental advocates and the Fort Belknap Indian Re Reservation, which is located several miles from the site. For more than 20 years, the former Zortman Landusky site has been the location of extensive environmental cleanups that officials previously said would last forever to curtail acid mining draining, toxic water that seeps into the site, and becomes a hazard to wildlife and humans. Yellowstone County commissioners say they're still waiting to hear from the State Department of Revenue on how to regulate the local marijuana industry. Yellowstone County Commissioner John Oslin says, quote, we're really at a disadvantage because we haven't received any rules from DOR yet. So until we have those rules in place, it's a little hard to comment on how we're going to regulate. While Oslin thinks the Sheriff's Department is ready for enforcement, the commissioners have not seen any lists of regulations to follow or even a list of all the dispensaries selling recreational cannabis in Yellowstone County. The 2022 New Year in Montana will mark the first legal purchases of recreational marijuana and new regulations on cannabis businesses in the Bozeman area. In late October, the city of Bozeman approved 500-foot boundaries 
from the property line of a school or place of worship to keep cannabis businesses away from protected areas. It also approved an annual license fee for marijuana businesses operating within the city of Bozeman. The commission acknowledged that the fee could be increased or decreased in the future. For perspective, a standard Bozeman business license is $50, but medical marijuana and mobile vending licenses on a sliding scale from anywhere between $150 and $500. There is also a change involving removing a 20 storefront cap on how many dispensaries can operate in the city. Eight marijuana providers in Bozeman have sued the city to reinstate a 20 storefront cap within city limits that was recently repealed by the city commission. Gallatin County District Judge John Brown heard arguments on the case December 7th and issued an injunction keeping the limit at 20. City offices will be open January 3rd and for the time being are not issuing any additional recreational marijuana business licenses. Complicating matters is a patchwork of conflicting laws. Gallatin County is a green county. Neighboring red counties like Broadwater, Mar, Stillwater, Sweetgrass, and Wheatland voted not to legalize adult-use marijuana sales. A case involving a Missoula-area pastor, gay rights, and the National Association of Realtors Code of Ethics may be the first legal test of that code involving LGBTQ discrimination, that's according to an advocacy group. The head of the LGBTQ plus real estate alliance told MTN News that the pastor and part-time real estate agent should be suspended from membership in the realtors group and that the complaint against him should not wait for resolution of the lawsuit. Clinton Community Church Pastor Brandon Huber is facing a complaint that he violated the NAR Code of Ethics by engaging in hate speech against someone because of their sexual orientation. Huber is countersuing the Missoula and National Realtors Group, saying the Code of Ethics should be invalidated because it's too vague to be enforced and because it tramples on his religious rights. The complaint filed last summer by a local citizen accuses Huber of engaging in hate speech when he withdrew his church from taking part in a Missoula food bank free lunch program after it celebrated gay rights. In an open letter to his congregation, Huber said the church could no longer partner with the food bank's efforts because promoting gay and transgender rights goes against church doctrine that homosexuality is wrong. However, if a code of ethics violation leads to Huber getting kicked out of the realtors group, he could lose access to multiple listing services for properties that would make it difficult for him to continue business as a real estate agent. Flight cancellations continue to disrupt holiday travel and it stretches into Monday with major U.S. airlines each canceling dozens of flights. Staffers are calling out sick because of COVID-19, particularly since the emergence of the Omicron virus. According to Flight Aware, 
which tracks flight cancellations. Airlines have canceled roughly 4,000 flights from or inside the U.S. since Friday. Delta, United, JetBlue, and American have all said that the coronavirus was causing staffing problems. And European and Australian airlines also canceled holiday season flights because staff are infected. But weather and other factors are playing a role as well. Winter weather in the Pacific Northwest led to nearly 250 flight cancellations to or from Seattle on Sunday. That's according to Alaska Airlines, and the airline expects 100 more flight cancellations on Monday. United said it canceled 115 flights on Monday out of more than 4,000 scheduled due to crews out with COVID-19. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.